We're now joined on the line by David Kariyuki, who is the vice chair of the Ubuntu committee, and we're discussing what it actually means to be African. Dave, what are your thoughts on this? For me, where I come from, um, obviously I come from Kenya, right? Uh, well, not obviously. If you guys didn't know, I come from Kenya. Um, <laughs> my, 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 my parents both grew up in Kenya their whole lives. I'm the only one in my family who was actually born here in South Africa. My two other siblings were born in Kenya. So uh, Kenya and South Africa have both been my home, but I feel more akin to South Africa being my home because I've obviously grown up here mm. for my entire life. And what I've seen in, in South Africa is that being African and, 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 and truly embodying what it means to be African, and we'll get to that in a moment, is I don't think it has anything to do with race and I don't think it has anything to do with, um, you know, like your opinions or your political views or anything like that. I think it literally means to love Africa and identify yourself with Africa and embody the values of Africa, which is unity, which is love, which is respecting one another, you know, respecting the land that you live on, you know? So that's, that's, that's where I, that's where I see it from. So um, with that note, I completely agree with you. You know, I also think that like, like, Africa Day was actually, it's actually called African Liberation Day. And another mm. interesting fact, like the purpose of it is actually, it marks the liberation movements and the progress and it symbolizes the determination of people in Africa to free themselves and mm -hmm. from their like foreign domination and exploration, you know? So that was actually like the whole purpose of African Liberation Day. And like, okay. it's just become so like, you know, it's so confusing. It's like, um... You know, I feel like there also has to be consistency of when you want to be African, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. like what a lot of South Africans and what I've noticed is that South Africans get to choose when they feel like they want to be African, Absolutely. you know. Yeah. Um, one day it's, you know, we're having a rugby final and we're all South Africans and we're all liberated. And yeah. when our country is in the trenches, we just like look to, like past our shoulder, yeah, which is absolutely. like, oh, we can't own up or take accountability for that which is also the really frustrating thing i don't know what you think Tom. I, yeah i'm now, now that you've given me that context when we go into african liberation day that's actually very interesting because i had no idea around that um i i i 100 percent uh, agree with you in that like the world cup final you know that was when we were all african that was when we were all proud to be african and I think that for someone to really be African, they have to be proud of being African, right? That's 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 the whole part of being African, you know, being proud of it. Um, and it also has nothing to do with like geographical location. Like just because you live in South Africa, does it particularly make you South African? Do you know? Can you can you list all of the um, South African official languages? You know, can you speak one yeah. of them? Do you eat yeah. traditional food? Do you wear traditional clothes? Like anything mm -hmm. that actually symbolizes. South African history, do you know that? <laughs> exactly, okay. and you can't just be um, uh, South African or African when it's convenient for you, and I think that's also lost mm. in the mix as well. Yeah, I think yeah. what happens is um, when, when, when we see uh, white, South white South Africans getting onto their, you know, their high pedestal and looking down upon other South Africans and, you know, um, you know like what we've, seen, what we've seen on Instagram going on lately, you know, with white South Africans just having complete a complete disregard for the N word, and mm. just you know, just really, re re really not considering the feelings of another human being, and not not taking it upon themselves to actually say, "Hey, let me just observe this other side. Let me just see what's going on. Like, what? what how? How am I making other people feel?" 
I think when you don't, when you can't do that, then I don't think you can call yourself African, regardless of whether you're born in this country or not. Exactly, and if and you can't um, yeah. educate yourself on 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 that very very simple um, thing to understand, you know, it's a derogatory yeah. word. You know, um, it, it's a. I mean, essentially, you're not going to go to your mother and swear in her face. So if you can understand that, then surely the onus becomes on you to understand that you can't say words like that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. No, but even like with the the surfacing of, you know, um, more and more people being called out for, you know, maybe using the N-word and stuff like that. Like, I don't even think it's about teaching yourself what it means to you because I think, you know, a lot of these people... I've, like you can see that maybe they're in high school, maybe they go to like a privileged school. At some point in your life, you must have had this conversation before. And it's just about opening your mind and listening yeah. to what other people have to say. And so I think it also just comes down to ignorance, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just like you said, David, like not taking consideration of other people's feelings, but also just the history of the word itself, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think yeah. ignorance is just the one thing that is just lingering in our country like quite deeply and mm. it's why like we have so many like of these issues like just just floating around mm. you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah then then that completely just goes back to our point of a unified country you know and 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 for me being african is synonymous with unity you know when i think of africa um and i think of like africa in the in the most simple terms and we think of the plains and we think of the the safaris, you know, that's, I get, I get, I get an overwhelming sense of unity, you know, everything just works. Um, and, you know, I, I could be really cliche and say the sunsets and, and the antlers <laughs> and whatever, the elephants, you know, and, and then you get, what's that, what's that, what's that movie? Uh, the Lion King, you get the Lion King soundtrack <laughs> in the background, you know, and one might think that that's what it means to be African, you know, um, just the, the stereotypical thing. But I think there's actually meaning in that. Um, and that it's just it's just one it's just a single entity and a single thing that works together you know um yeah. and that's and that's and that's what i think it means to be african when when we can work together and we can respect that hey you might not know this but i what you said hurt me and i want to tell you why it hurts me and for you to then say hey i really didn't consider that i'm so sorry um and then you educate yourself you know so that's that's what I think unity is, and 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 that's what I think being African is. I mean, I mean, I want to hear like kind of your take on it, Thomas, as well. I mean, like, I think it's also got to do with like a, I don't know. I think with also, you know, with like really racially charged comments and stuff like that, and people just not opening their mind up to anything. I think like where it gets really hectic or where it gets really deep is when people like like I said, uh, don't want to take accountability, but also there's like a little bit of fear that's also associated with it as well. I don't know where the fear comes about because I don't think like many people would particularly attack you if you maybe just own up to your mistake. But it's, yeah, it's, I don't know if you understand what I'm no, saying. No, I, I get you. And, and, and I think... I, I, I can look at it and I and I can I can see where the fear comes in because um I think there's a lot more racist people out there than we know. Um and I think when those people get called out obviously it's good 
it's incredible that they are called out, but they, it, it's made very public um, and there are repercussions. Now, I think a lot of people are scared to say something and then that might happen to them. I think that that's where it falls. Yeah. But I think if you're actually able to have a conversation, I mean, look, I'm not the most educated individual, but I know if I come to you, Mayoke, and I say, look, I want to understand something, you are going to appreciate that rather than me in the future saying something wrong. You, I mean, we all want education to happen. We all want everybody to be on the same page. Personally, I believe that black people can understand wh white you know white culture and so forth but why can't white people understand black culture and i think that's that our people are scared to ask the questions to have the conversations and it's a problem it genuinely is a problem then again just, uh yeah go go my okay no i was just gonna add to that like um like i've actually noticed that a lot now that you pointed the like now that you've pointed it out thomas you know um but I've lost my point now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, going from Thomas's thing, I think it's extremely important to allow people to have an opinion, right? And to allow people to have the right to an opinion on public platforms such as Twitter, whether you're going live on Instagram. I think it's extremely important for for opposite opinions to exist and for you to not only respect them, but for you to actually consider them, you know, for you to actually consider, hey, I might be wrong, let me hear what you're saying. And I think that goes both ways. I think that goes for people that are super conservative um, and really not taking into consideration at the point of view and vice versa. Um, people that are really liberal who just completely ignore conservative people and completely just think that, you know, they're dumbos who, who were supposed to have lived 100 years ago. Um, and that's where I think the divide comes in. And that's where, that's where I think our problems come in. Because, for example, most, most, most teenagers these days are very, very liberal. And the consensus is that most liberal ideology is correct, right? We all know that. Um, that that's, that's, what, that's what most teenagers today believe. So we are confronted with an, with an opposite point of view. We have the right to attack that point of view. Because the masses will sort us, you know, because, oh, how could, how dare could they say you need X, Y, Z, how dare could you do this, you know, then we throw stones, you know, and, and I'm not going to get into the whole cancel culture thing because that's not the conversation, but I guess what I'm trying to say is in order for us to truly embody what being African is, I think we have to, we, we have to respect each other's opinions and we have to consider each other's opinions going both ways, liberal, conservative, conservative, liberal, both ways. Yeah, because when yeah. I've... Exactly. And when I view South Africa, I view a, a rainbow nation, essentially. That's what Madiba wanted. And if we're able to embody all of the things that you have just said, Dave, then I think, then I think we've achieved that completely. Yeah. This is Mayoke and Oratio. On Red Radio.